The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And welcome. Welcome in. We've got an emergency podcast here. Welcome into the Pride of Detroit POD cast. Jeremy's on vacation, which leaves me the adequate host at Chris Perfett. Chris Perfett on Twitter at Chris Perfett. I'm screwing it up already because we do adequacy here. And the free agent period hasn't begun quite yet. The league calendar is not switched over yet, but we have what's called a tampering period. We tinker, we tamper and do all those things. And yes, that means there is unofficial official news out for the Detroit Lions. So we got an emergency pod to handle uh, right now. Three signings while I was planning this with my co-host, I'll introduce in a second. It was just two. Now we've got up to three, might go up to more while we're recording. We'll see. But let's bring in Morgan Cannon at MCannon313, who last I saw him was around the time of the draft last year. And right. uh, happy to have him back. What's up, guys? Yeah, and no, I think uh, Ryan called it, or I don't know if he got it from somewhere, but pre-agency earlier, and I thought that was pretty brilliant. So, yeah. Called pre-agency, what? Pre-agency, he called pre- it. A- oh, pre-agency. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right. Give credit to Ryan on that. He comes up with good stuff now and then. And yeah, it's I mean, we're all sitting here waiting for some insane stuff to happen. We're all sitting here for the uh, let's talk about the new face, though. Uh, And, you know, I I know the rest of the world is waiting for Aaron Rodgers to finally make his damn decision. But here in Lions land, uh, the Lions have welcomed in a new cornerback. They actually went and spent a good chunk of money to bring Cameron Sutton from the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Detroit Lions. 28 years old, he gets about, I think, what was the deal? About $23 million over the course of three years. I don't think we have the full. You you were doing the write-up. What was the full numbers on that? Yeah, we don't have the full details yet, but yeah, three years. Uh, 33 million, million, excuse me. Yeah, up yeah. to 33 million. Is two two and a half million of that is guaranteed with a 10, with about an 11 million signing bonus on that with two void years uh, on top. So I, I want to get into this first. I know there's a couple of big re-signings we got to talk about with the Lions, but Cam Sutton, I thought, is we there was conversations on our primer. How much are the Lions really going to be doing in free agency? Cam Sutton, I think, from what I remember from some of the previews, was probably the third cornerback uh, of available free agents out there. He's had very good years with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll get into those. And he's 28. 
So this Lions kind of signing a guy who's right in the middle of his prime right now. Right. And I mean, he played, he had his best season as a pro last year um, in Pittsburgh. So that's something that can't be overstated. And I mean, yeah, I, this is just a good signing in my opinion. It's not, it's didn't break the bank. Uh, Sutton's going to come in and he's going to compete right away, you know, for the, uh, one of those outside cornerback positions. And then as of now, you'd have uh, Jerry Jacobs and Jeff Okuda probably competing for the other one opposite him. Um, he gives you some per- positional versatility. He played, you know, he's played in his years in Pittsburgh in the nickel uh, outside, some safety looks. So he's done it all. And he's I think he's even taken some offensive snaps as well. Oh, really? I mean, I believe it. It's Mike yeah. Tomlin. So uh, <laughs> I love Mike Tomlin. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is great. It, it solidifies things. And I think Jeremy said it on one of the recent pods. And it's this is just a good way to think of it. And I know a lot of executives do, but keeping, you know, keeping your blatant needs at a minimum is great. Like, so the Lions don't aren't, you know, pigeonholed and taking a corner with six or 18 here. They can go a myriad of different ways. Which is funny because uh, one of the worries, actually, the one the one downside that I could maybe say from this signing is that now Pittsburgh, from everything I've read, Cameron Sutton was their one productive cornerback. Um, now, without him, Pittsburgh, who drafts 18, is now suddenly very much so their high priority unless they sign someone here in the free agency period, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, so, their high priority is cornerback right in I, front I of the Lions at 18. And I still think it's going to be, but while you were, we were booting up Twitch, it dropped. They signed Patrick Peterson. They, they signed Patrick Peterson. Wonderful. Yes. I think, I think though the rest of their (laughs) cornerback class still isn't great, but um, yeah, Yeah, no. So yeah, your point stands still. I, I still think. Well, I think they were still cornerback needy coming into this year. And I think they're just even more so Patrick Peterson isn't going to be a long-term solution versus if they had re-signed Cam Sutton, I don't think it would have been as much of a need for them, but yes, Peterson's a signing that only keeps them around for like a year or two, but yeah, like let's talk about what he brings to the table in that regard. Cause you, you mentioned he goes to the outside right away and he probably competes against Okuda for one of the two uh, CB slot uh, and Jerry Jacobs. And honestly, I think he might already be CB one just by what he's produced this past year with the, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think so. Unless, you know, which is a, still, like you said, a very, you know, realistic option. The lions could take a Christian Gonzalez or someone like that as high yeah. as six. So, you know, they mm-hmm. technically could, but like you said, because Sutton has those, uh, you know, he has the repetitions and he's been here a couple, he's been in the league, you know, several years now. I think he probably will pencil in as a quarterback yeah. one. Outside, so, so he allowed last year, just, just, just so people know, he allowed 32 receptions and 72 targets. So a 44.4% completion percentage allowed tied for the fourth lowest in a season since 2016. Yeah. His numbers so, speak for themselves. There was a bunch of next gen stats that supported. He had a really good season last year. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Very, very good. It, it from what I saw, like Pittsburgh was saying, Pittsburgh writers were saying, like he's a priority to resign. Uh, the the only thing I'll talk about that is the matter of the money itself, because I know it's been a bit of point of contention among Lions Twitter, whether or not. Like I've seen, I, let me just say this right off the bat, and I, I I know they do a lot of great work, but these PFF evaluations kind of making me scratch my head a little bit. When it comes to free agents, I think they've been very low and I've seen people quote them, whereas I know some people poo poo on spot track, but spot track was saying 23 million and straight up straight on for him. Like 
I don't think this is quote unquote a steal for the Lions, but I also don't think that it's like we have to stop like looking at free agency as just steals and, and overpaying. Like, I think this is a fair deal across the board for both the Lions and for Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton, I think, gets exactly what he is worth right now. And the Lions get exactly what they need for a cornerback unit that was incredibly bad last year. Right. And until the the specifics come out for his like, yes, we know it's three years, 33 million. But just like the just like a lot of these contracts, like the Patrick Mahomes one. Right. That's like Mm -hmm. worth up to half a billion. Like he's probably not going to see the totality of that contract. We just don't know if it's you know, we just you know, what what was it? It was three years, 33 million. And I believe you said it was twenty two and a half guaranteed. Yes. So that's a lot of that's a lot of, you know, there's there's wiggle room in there. And that's the going rate. You know, it's market value. I don't think it's a vast overpay and we'll just kind of have to, you know, wait and see if, yeah. if he does, you know, come in and prove to be a, you know, a competent starter on the outside for the Lions. Yeah, I, th- because, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah go on. Oh, yeah, I was, no, just, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look, the guy's 28 years old, three years, you get him in basically the entire prime of his career right there. And if he likes it here, maybe you get the option for some extra years on top of him near the end. And I, I just, I like the signing. I like the production. I like his, he has been healthy throughout his career as well. Always hard to chart with the NFL, but he has always been, you know, best ability is availability as the rock God would say. And he's been, he's been able to be there all around. And I see the the pain from the, from the Steelers that they couldn't, keep him around so i'm gonna chalk this all up as a big w yeah i mean just like listen to what cam hayward had to say on the uh, minus three podcast here he said there are so many different things cam does cam sutton does that go unnoticed he can play nickel he can play outside he can play the dime the fact that you can move him around and the fact that he plays with a little bit of a mean streak he is a guy that i really do appreciate so to me that means I know we've been talking about it so far in this offseason, but the Lions kind of need their Amon Ross St. Brown on defense. Like maybe Cam Sutton's that guy. Maybe he's kind of the tone setter. Like, hey, you talk, you talk junk, you're gonna, you know, he might come up and hit you really hard, or he's gonna let you know. Like he might be one of those kind of players. So yeah. just judging by what everyone's saying. Yeah, I, I've read I was reading from some of our interview with the Steelers people too, and like he he exceeds at versatility, communication. So kind of hope for him to be really someone who can kind of call coverages and like, I mean, on the downside though, maybe not the fastest out there, but I don't think I really need a cornerback to be insanely fast. I thought I saw someone on Twitter talking about, he ran a four or five or something, but I, that's not too big of a problem when it comes to corners at the end of the day. No, I, like, just, I need someone who's going to be a fast twitch. Exactly. And some of these, some of these numbers, like I know we've been talking about Brian Branch from Alabama and he didn't run a fast time. I believe it was like in the high four fives too, off the top of my head. But I mean, uh, for Sutton, I went, looked, he was like a, he was a freshman all American at Tennessee, uh, three time all sec and two time all American. So who really cares about a yeah. 40 and under? come on. <laughs> Yeah, and he, like, and, <laughs> I, I know he was a bit of a late bloomer in the NFL, but I think I think we're all very good on the measurables here. Uh, I yeah, want to change. Mean, yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say that just seems like they kind of slow played his development. Like it just kind of brought mm-hmm. him along, like gave him chunks at a time. But also, yeah, maybe he could have been. I don't I don't really know uh, from the beginning of his career. But go on. Yeah, no, I that that's all I had to say. And like cornerbacks blooming late. 
That's a tale as old as the NFL at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's move on to a couple of the re-signings, and I think this might be a little more contentious for some of the fans right now. I can already see our chat live on twitch.tv slash pride of Detroit. Uh, you've been wanting us to get to this. So real quick, let's do Isaiah Bugs before we get into the big the big topic. Isaiah Bugs earned himself uh, very early this morning when the first moves the Lions did. I think they also re-signed Craig Reynolds. Uh, but he had been tendered an ERFA, but he was this morning he went ahead and uh, I mean, they they didn't for they actually I'm sorry, they didn't use the ERFA tender on Craig Reynolds. They signed him to a new contract. So interesting to keep him. Uh, any thoughts about that before we do bugs real quick or. Oh, with Reynolds, you know, you're what you're getting, you know, he's a g- great insurance policy. I believe he was contributing on special teams um, to an extent as well. Uh, if like someone were to go down he's a dependable one cut back that's probably going to get what you know what's uh blocked for him mm-hmm. you know kind of one of those you know similar to jamal uh but yeah i mean that's that's just a good insurance policy in my opinion right. all right and and then yeah and then isaiah bugs who i think balled out this year what we have for isaiah bugs is a let me get all the details here it is a two-year deal worth up to six million by from tom pelissero dave burkett kind of has the breakdown on it that it's 2.1 mil fully guaranteed at signing 4.5 mil base with another 1.5 in incentives so lions are going to have isaiah bugs who i thought had a phenomenal year for at least two for two more years if they want him so but i think this is this was kind of a no-brainer and it's a cheap it's a cheap one too i think bugs like has played very well he's still probably i mean they they seem to rotate their tackles quite a bit anyway but bugs is definitely in for specific packages and i think it's it's, it's a fair contract yeah, and I I think the consensus I think I thought most Lions fans seemed happy about Bugs being back. I mean, if you remember early on in the season when things were really bad on the defense before they started trending up, uh, you know, before the bye, the Lions were rolling with a lot of Aleem McNeil and Benito Jones, and they were just kind of too light in the middle. And Brockers was still out there quite a bit. And then after the bye, they switched it up. They moved Bugs to the nose or the one tech. And then moved Aleem over to the three tech. So all of a sudden you go from kind of slim to pretty thick and in a great way, you know, and uh, it started working and Aleem started making plays at the three tech because he's a freaky athlete at whatever weight he is, like 340, whatever he walks around. Yeah, at. yeah. Our culture loves so, thick. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, um, Bugs. So I, it's fair value. I'm glad he's back. He became a vocal leader, but I still kind of stand by the fact that you don't want bugs being your day one starter next to a If you know, if you can help it, because I do think they still need a difference maker next to him. And if bugs is in the rotation, mm-hmm. that's great. You just don't want him logging. What was it over 700 defensive snaps again? That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For a guy um, like bugs. Let's get on to the one that I think is making everyone angry a little bit. And that is, which I, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, I'm not sure why, but I'll try to explain why I want to push back on the narrative. But the Lions then, right as we were trying to go live and it changed a lot of our plans here for this emergency podcast. Um, And I I already see chat keeps throwing in other team signing stuff. So hopefully by the time we finish recording this thing, it's not going to be completely outdated. But um, Alex Anzalone, the Lions have decided to bring back their veteran linebacker to a three year deal 
And it is a significant, significant deal. It is a three-year deal worth, according to Ian Rappaport, $18.75 million. Now, this is for, for context. This is coming off last year after where he resigned with the Lions. Now, granted, he, he had a bad 2021. He had a bad 2021. The Lions resigned him on the cheap in 2022 for two and a quarter million. Now they have he played better. He played he played decent this past year, especially down the stretch. And now the Lions have rewarded him with a three year deal worth about about six million a year. This one's going to be a bit contentious. Yeah, we knew it was going to be as soon as I saw this break when we were prepping. I was like, oh, man. I mean, so again, Anzalone, like you said, played better in 2022. But again, guys, 2021, it probably would have been tough for any linebacker to look competent behind that front and what they were working with and what they weren't working with uh, at the time. So he played better. We'll have to see the like, you know, the specifics when the contract details do come out, because, you know, we don't know that, like you mentioned when we were in our prep, Chris, that could be that third year could be largely voided and, you know, they could cut bait after the second year with, you know, limited dead cap. So we just got to wait and see for the full details to come out. But this, again, similar to the cornerback position, I don't think this stops the Lions from taking a linebacker in the draft, you know, not necessarily in, on day one, but, you know, another, you know, later day two or day. Yeah. Three. And they've got, they've got Rodrigo who's still developing too. So I'm sure yeah. like Anzal, but I, I kind of keep expecting Anzalone to keep playing. I, I, I know fans are not happy with his production, but I would point you to like weeks 13 to the end of the year where, you know, the lions largely fix a lot of their issues on the on some some of their issues i would say on the front seven and anzalone started to contribute a lot better at that point i think even logged some sacks as well um you know i and like look i think across the league right now you're looking at kind of similar numbers for other linebackers right now i think tremaine edmonds got uh four years 72 million jermaine pratt got three years 21 million so i'm not saying anzalone is one of those guys but I, I think I think this is the key on this, and this is something I think fans need to understand. Like when you do sign guys these small prove it deals, like Anzalone got last year, where he only got just north of two million, and he does end up proving it even for part of a season. You have to kind of honor that at the end of the day. I know fans. I, I know we are inclined in our age to think of these guys like Madden pieces, where if you don't pass a certain grade, you just cut bait on it, but. You you if you're going to do prove it deals on guys, you kind of need to when they hold up their end of the bargain to a nominal degree. And we can quibble about what is holding up your end of the bargain. But I think Ian Sloney qualified to hold it up. He played he played above he played at about average what I expect for for a linebacker. And to be honest, like you can't just go ahead and just cut on that. You have to at some point. When you're saving a lot of money on certain one-year deals with guys, at some point that's going to come due. And damn it, like he sacrificed some money for you. You kind of have to you you have to turn around and say, "All right, you did good by us. Now let us do good by you." 
that's how you build relationships in this business, in this business. And football is a business. These guys are professionals. So I, I understand the frustration about the money they kicked to him, but I also believe that it was the right thing to do professionally, maybe not, maybe not as far as like building a, a Madden team or a, a, a fantasy league or whatever, but professionally, it was the right thing to do for the lions. You can quibble with the money. I don't think it completely ties up their cap situation, though. So I, 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 I'm not going to be a full blown panic about the ends loan money. No, and it could be backloaded to where the cap hit is minimal this year. We just don't, you know, we won't know the specifics until they come out. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the fact that they do need to reward people, like similar to what they've done now with Anzalone and Bugs. You know, giving them a little pay bump, and they came in and done, you know, did what was asked for them. We all knew the coaching staff loved Anzalone. So yeah, he's yeah, a leader uh, on the team. He's a leader on the defense. He still gives you that veteran presence that we keep talking about. He un- he's known Dan for a long time from New Orleans. And again, like, I mean, shit, just look at what he did in week 18, getting the pressure like Kirby Joseph owes several of those picks because of the pressure Anzalone was putting on on Aaron Rodgers. Yep, that's true. I so agree. It, yeah, it, it's it's hard. Linebacker is a hard position. I'm I'm. I'm not going to go out and fully throat defended, but I think also at the same time, like this was, you kind of needed to do this. Yes. And it doesn't, like we talked about, it doesn't stop them from taking somebody and, you know, he can sit behind. They still have Derek Barnes under contract. You have Malcolm Rodriguez at the will. You have Anzalone as your starter at the mic. If need be, you might have some competition there or somebody who's at least splitting snaps with them. You never know. So, or you have a third safety, haha, Brian Banks, come on down. That is taking up a bunch of snaps because you're in three safety looks. So, yeah, there's a myriad mm-hmm. of things that could be going on. So we're going to wrap up this emergency podcast here. We're going to keep the stream going. If you're watching us live on Twitch.tv, me and Morgan will hang around. But uh, Morgan, this was fun to have you in here for a quick one here. And we'll uh, probably do it again at some point. We're still waiting for some key signings between uh, um, between Jamal Williams and uh, uh, someone that I've never heard of named John Kaminsky. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm going to get tired of that joke here very, uh, very soon. It's almost reaching kneecap levels, I think. So I don't even know if I will. I think it's hilarious every time you guys do the John Kaminsky thing. I, um, yeah, man, I appreciate it. I'll, I'm sure I'll be on a couple more times this week or however long Jeremy. Oh, we got to we got to gear. I, yeah, he's got to stay in Florida a little bit longer so we can have you just t- sitting around here blazing. Uh, yes. and that, definitely during the draft. We're going to have a lot of fun again this year, too. Oh, yeah. But, again, uh, I'm excited about that already. Gearing yeah. up. But we'll close out this podcast. We're going to keep streaming on Twitch. Thank you all. We'll see you star side. <laughs> <laughs>